Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics and Radamek Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, isn't that what I say every day? But you know what? You guys make it great. Michael Rodman, welcome aboard. ABQ, welcome aboard. Hi, cool. 333, welcome aboard. E2247, welcome aboard. You are the early comers. All the rest, identify yourself so that I can give you your most honorable salute. I know you're back there because the numbers tell me you're back there. Anyhow, folks, we're going to have a great, great show for you today. I have a couple of videos to show you as well. One of them is very, very important when it comes to uh, women issues. I'm going to want you guys to listen to this one in detail because it's going to, it probably is going to shock more so women uh, in red states than anything else because, you know, we are going through this issue about abortion and abortion rights and women control of their bodies and all that sort of stuff and you know we have a party that likes to talk about freedom 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 let freedom reign etc 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 pero sabe lo que pasa the truth of the matter my brothers and sisters is that the ones taking folks freedom away is the ones we always knew were intent on taking freedoms away not only from women but from everybody. And as soon as we can come to that realization and start learning these things, we can start voting appropriately. Anyhow, our historian, researcher, that's what I like to call Brother Rudnan because he, he always starts out the show with a lot of good stuff. So let's start. A future of little to no snow in the Western mountains will stress water. Scientists say the American West will need to reevaluate its approach to water management system that once relied on consistent snowfall study second one study sierra snowpack could all but disappear in 25 years i think it could actually be sooner look at what's happening to the colorado river the american southwest is about to experience a mega drought started within this decade brought by on by accelerated anthropogenic uh global warming this is as predictable as the lack of snow I found that a lot of Americans tend to think global warming as a poor people's problem over there, except it's really not. Global warming is already here and it's going to get a whole lot worse unless we figure out how to mitigate it now. Acting 20 years from now will be too late. Look, I want to say something about, about that, that the, the global warming things, right? The, and, and I think most of you know the tipping point has already occurred. We can mitigate it over the next several centuries. But the tipping point has already occurred. We have made changes that are going to be insurmountable right now. And what we really need to do is start getting off of fossil fuels so that we can start the decline and change, make the weather and all that kind of stuff a little bit more predictable. But the other thing that we have to do is infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. If we want to keep Phoenix, Arizona, if we want to keep Los Angeles, California, if we want to keep those cities alive, we are going to need to do, we are going to need to follow the current weather patterns, which says we will have big droughts in one area for a while and then floods in that same area a few years later and, and back and forth. We have to have an infrastructure in our country and we have the power to do it. We built the Panama Canal. The Suez Canal was built by others. We can do it. We are going to have to create structures that are environmentally sound that can actually solve the problem. I am hoping that the video comes back in sync because I'm looking at my 
sync here and it looks fine. How bad in, uh, out of sync do you see it, uh, Brother Tom? Let me know what we're talking about so that I can see and have other issues taken care of. I do show a whole lot of lost packets, but we changed to a different type of streaming, which I thought would mitigate that particular issue. Okay, with the rest of Rudnan's pieces, ongoing story, preliminary info, Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard confirmed the suspect appeared to make an online post with an image of the gun used, but the sheriff repeatedly stressed his office was not aware of any credible threats of violence ahead of the shooting. Someone posted photos of the gun allegedly used at Oxford High School and targets on social media in the days leading up to Tuesday's shooting. Of course they know about it, but you know it's about guns, and these folks, guns, what, what, what are those three words again? Guns, guns, something, something, something. You know what I'm talking about. Anyhow, last one. Every year the problem of school shootings continues, getting worse, as this seemed to be a purely American problem, usually caused by an inundation of access to unsecured guns and multiple stressors from bullying. In 2021, there were at least 144 incidents of gunfire on school grounds, resulting in 28 deaths and 86 injuries. It's funny. Gun, guns, gods, and gays. Gene Daigle, you won the, you remember the GGGs. Thank you. Gun, god, and gays. That's what it was. That's, that's the grievances of the, of the right. Anyhow, here's the deal. You know, it's amazing that conservatives would say, we don't want, we don't want to have a whole lot of marijuana in, out there. We don't want to have, Twitch is about a second delay. Okay, that's not as bad as I, I thought given the amount of packet loss that I had initially, but I hope it catches up in the long run. Uh, we don't have to have, uh, if, you, if we put marijuana on the streets, even though it's not as bad as alcohol, people are going to get used to marijuana and people are going to start using it. If we put cocaine on the streets without any kind of regulations, people are going to use it. How comes that doesn't apply to if we have an unlimited number of guns and let the guns be used in an irresponsible manner that we'll see the results that we're seeing now? How comes they don't make that correlation? Have you ever asked that question? It's amazing because that's what they say about drugs. Isn't it so? Welcome aboard, Bruce Pollard. Welcome aboard, Yvette Avery Herod, our heroine for the union cause. Gene Daigle, appropriate response. Welcome aboard, E2247. I think I saluted you already. Norman Reynolds, mi hermano de Jamaica. Welcome aboard. Tom C says, oops, video is out of sync again, but I don't think it's going to stay that way. Keep me posted in about a minute or so to see if it catches itself or not. Norman says, Twitch is out by about a second. Bruce says, I had three shots and still got COVID confirmed today. Wait, 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 wait. Bruce, I have an immunodeficiency disease. My wife is asymptomatic. Did both of you uh, test positive for COVID, uh, Bruce? And the next question is, um, what is your assumption as far as where you got it? I'd like us to discuss that some because we need to get, we need to have, information from scientists like yourself who can kind of give us ideas of what's going on, how you got it, that sort of thing, Bruce. I want to hear it. So please uh, throw it out, in the, throw it out in, the, in the screen there and let us know what's going on. All right, Haiku says, like and join the PDR Posse. Absolutely so. Folks, if you are watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up. If you're watching on Facebook, please remember to go ahead and like the program. Wherever you are, just please make sure to support, support, support. 
that is how we grow the program. That is how we grow our reach. Our reach is very high on podcasts, live shows, not as much, but we intend to grow that. That's one of the goals for next year. Uh, I'll have a list of goals that we have for next year, and we'll be putting some of that stuff out soon. Okay, let's see. Please tell Pelosi, a sure house passage of H.R. 566, Combatant International Islamophobia Act. Now resting in committee. I like that. Maywood is in from California. Welcome aboard from Long Beach, May. Michael Rudnan says, every case wants to talk about White House turnover rates. Cool. Egberto, put this on the screen. Man, you guys always do this to me. You always take over my show. I have something planned for the day. You guys come in with all this information and say, Berto, remember, you told us this is our show. Please put this on the screen. And of course, I'm going to. Here it is, brother. Here is the turnover on the screen for all of you to see. Uh, let, let me put it in a form that, uh, that we can actually see it. Okay, I think you can see the whole thing now. How does Trump's turnover compare? Ronald Reagan, look at Ronald Reagan, look at Barack Obama, look at Donald Trump. Man, it goes through the roof. So I think what you're saying, uh, Eric, is again, you're being snowed and pulled and pushed and prodded by the right wing. And of course, you can't really do that on politics done right because we have a stream of competent, intelligent researchers that are going to pull it right out for you immediately and say, hey, you're full of it, brother. I'm sorry. Go tell your people who inform you this way that they're full of it and you stay with politics done right now because it will teach you quite a bit. All right, let's see what else we have. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, ben Rhodes combines personal stories with broader themes to offer a pointed commentary on why anti-democratic trends are gaining traction and what can be done to counter them. Yeah, we need to figure out how we're going to counter those. All right, uh, Bruce says, looks like we live, experience the hardest test of of our constitution since the civil war i agree uh what else have we got here uh about 0.5 seconds on facebook 0.5 isn't too bad twitch norman says one second uh let's see what else we have here before we go to the first video uh michael ronan says left this here if so, if come after your guns i'll be for it, it'll be for cause are you a terrorist or you a violent felon are you a wife beater no then i'm not after your guns exactly I'm, they know that their leaders know that, but they won't say that because they're scared. All right, let's see what else we have here. Michael Rodney says, that said, I do not want to make sure new gun sales don't fall into the hands of terrorists. I agree. Brian Miner, welcome aboard. What's happening in the Maxwell trial? I'm not following the Maxwell trial, but if you want to keep us aware, please feel free to do so. Uh, let's see. I wanted to see. Bruce, I, I'm still waiting on some information from you, Bruce, as far as COVID is concerned. I really want you to score us up on... Uh, it's you? Yeah. I still want you to score us up on COVID because uh, you have me quite curious now and um, I really want to check out what's going on. Anyhow, folks, um, Mary Woods says, how about a course on gun safety and maybe a test to show you know how to use it, handle it? And also, I think you need a mental test because a lot. if you see a lot of these folks with guns or a lot of times they're little men who try to show their prowess and power uh, how they can't otherwise do it with, with their character with a gun. So 
That's what. Anyway, let's start with a little funny one here. This one is going to be funny. You know, we love Peter Ducey here. Check out uh, how, what, what our good friend did to Peter over the last couple of days. Check this out. Jen Psaki did a good job today. She handed Donald Trump's behind to uh, Peter Ducey today. And she did it with class, as usual. I want you to check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Um, a lot of talk about the first Trump-Biden debate today. But at the second one, in 2020, when roughly 220,000 Americans had already died of COVID, Joe Biden said about Trump, anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. Is that still the standard now that more Americans have died under President Biden than President Trump? I think the fundamental question here is what are you doing to save lives and protect people? And the former president was suggesting people inject bleach. He apparently reportedly didn't even share with people he was going to interact with that he had tested positive for COVID himself. He continued to provide a forum for misinformation, which probably led to people not getting, uh, not taking steps forward to get to protect themselves, to wear a mask, to eventually get vaccinated. This president has made the vaccine widely available. He's relied on the health, uh, the advice of his health and medical experts, and he is trying to be a part of solving this crisis, getting the pandemic under control. And I think there's a pretty stark difference between their approaches. Here's the deal. It is true that uh, that there are probably going to be more people dying under uh, Biden with COVID than under Donald Trump. But there's a reason why, of course, because... COVID started late in Donald Trump's administration, and it's going to probably last through the entire Biden administration. But you know what should have happened? I think what Jen Psaki should have done immediately as soon as he brought that up is like, I am trying to save all the people that Donald Trump killed. She, she didn't quite say that. She said, rem rem reminded everybody that Trump uh, was actually infected with COVID even as he went for the debate. He was infected with COVID even as he infected a whole lot of people uh, that, that surrounded him, but she needed to come with a little bit more pressure, I think. I mean, she did a good job, but next time, Saki, please say, I am cleaning up the debts that Donald Trump left me. Had Donald Trump deal, dealt with COVID the way President Obama de dealt with Ebola, the entire world would have been in better shape right now. I mean, there, there's so many things that we can use to just start up cauterizing people's head that Donald Trump, the, the creep that he was, caused the deaths of all these people that are dying. This is not on the watch of Biden. This is on the watch of Donald Trump. Absolutely on the watch of Donald Trump. Let's see. Uh, Sean Maddox says, thanks for doing these casts. We need more left-leaning voices in the media sphere no matter the form it takes. And you know what? I, I'm going to talk a little bit about that if I get the chance at the end of the show with a Common Dreams article. And we'll, we'll talk about it then. Uh, Thump Think. I, I want to ask you guys this. We have no narrative creation apparatus like the right does or anything close to it. And that's what we are trying to do by putting together a whole lot of independent, progressive, activist media. That's what we're trying to do, Sean Maddox. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, Donald Trump knew that he had COVID before the debates. Donald Trump knew that he had COVID before that uh, COVID spreading 
uh, act that he had in, in, on the White House lawn. Donald Trump knew that he had COVID when he infected Chris Christie, who was working with him on the debate. Think about this, folks. And he did it anyway. If that isn't a cold-blooded killer, I don't know what is. This man knew. It's not enough that 999 got killed in Tulsa, Oklahoma because he wanted a big bash with no masks being worn. What's the name? What's 999's name? Uh, what's the name of the, the vice presidential candidate? 999. It's not enough that he got killed. He died just to support Donald Trump. These guys honestly have a death wish. If this isn't a death wish, what is? Gene Daigle says Dr. Fauci was not even told that Trump was infected and was part of the COVID team. What does that say? It just proves the point that the guy is a psychopath. And those people who follow him after learning these particular things, I mean, let's say they like him for the economy, even though his economy really wasn't any good. Let's say they like him because he just was whatever. Okay? But the guy was a stone-blooded killer. He had COVID, he knew it, and he went on a debate with a 70-something-year-old uh, contestant. His, 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 his uh, what is it? Su compartimiento. Uh, his, uh, his counterpart. Come on. Come on. The guy is a stone, cold, cynic, uh, uh, what, what is that, it's narcissistic killer. And anybody who doubts that now, anybody who doubts that this guy is a criminally insane person and would consider doing everything to please him and all those that follow him show that they are mentally I don't want to say deficient, that wouldn't be too kind. But there's something wrong in their minds, in their ethics, in their morals. If they can be sub subjugate to somebody like Donald Trump, who the word proves now, he, he done infected friends and foe alike, knowingly, knowingly doing so. If that isn't evil, Please tell me, folks, what is. Anyhow, what time are we? We're at 4.24. I'm going to play the, vi the, video, the video a little bit later. What I think I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about journalism first. A Herman Cain. Thank you, Tom C. Herman Cain. 999. Herman Cain. Okay, let's see what else we have here before I go to that. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Heiko says, right-wingers refused a mask and vaccine, and then blame Biden. Ridiculous. Again, it is, it is, it is, it is, it's an insanity. Sean Maddow said, thanks for doing these casts. High Coop said, uh, Trump think, yeah. Sean Maddow says, we have no narrative creation apparatus like the right does, true, but we're building one. I am trying. I am trying to do my small part. Uh, uh, let me read a piece from the article. Uh, let me get to, to, to the article for the show today. Because what I want to show you guys is something that is rather simple. Let me see. Hope I don't get too many drop packets as this stuff loads. 
But what I what I what I really want to show, and there we go, it did get some drop packets. I hope I don't get too much out of sync with some of these drop packets on this stuff. We're we're still trying to figure out exactly how oh it wasn't a whole lot of drop packets actually. I was looking at the actual frequency. Alright, check this out. Check this out. I want I want you to I want you to to uh, see this this article from uh, from Common Dreams and everybody, I want you to look this article up. Okay, please look this article up. Uh, let me get to that article, then I'll drop out of my own thing here so that I don't use up too many resources. Okay, here's the deal. We're at seventeen seventy one. Come on, stop, stop, slow down, slow down, slow down, stop. Good. All right, here we go. Here we go. The title of the article is, and it's at Common Dreams. Please visit commondreams.com. Only public funding can save local journalism and thus democracy. Under our plan, the foundation of the new local journalism initiative, policymakers in Washington would provide a lump sum to every county in the nation annually based on the county's population to pay for nonprofit journalism within that county. And it reads, Journalism Review are well aware of the importance of local news media. They have been the foundation of the American free press and political democracy since 1776. Daily newspapers have traditionally constituted the heart and soul of local news media, and they have provided the lion's share of original reporting upon which all other news media depend, which is true. It's like right now, a lot of my own media depends on what other people do. We just put our narrative, correct, what I like to say, the correct narrative that all of you here support, well, our progressive support based on the realities of our current economy and politics. Okay, um, CJR uh, readers are also aware that local journalism, as it has been known for 200 years, has all but disappeared in most places in the United States over the past two decades. The business model for commercial journalism based on advertising providing most of the income is dead. Thanks to the internet, it will never return. All efforts to find a viable new business model for local journalism have failed and investors have abandoned the field except for private equity funds on the lookout for distressed properties they can strip of their parts. Let me explain that. I used to write a whole lot of op-eds for my local paper, Kingwood Area, uh, or rather Kingwood Observer, Atascocita Observer, Humble Observer, and the Woodlands Observer, and all these newspapers would carry my articles. And um, suddenly, this newspaper got absorbed by the big boys and then reabsorbed by the Houston Chronicle. So for all practical purposes, in my entire area, there's one newspaper with one slant, and if you have some controversial article that you want to put that bucks the system, you will never, ever get it there. So therefore, Americans are now, uh, are now engulfed on one type of news, and that is, people like to say right-wing news. I think it uh, looks like the right-wingers in the chat have another bone they won't let go. Chicago Sun-Times source said that the Obama 60th birthday party guest list. Well, they brought up that article because they needed to counteract that Donald Trump is a stone-cold killer. So since it's been revealed by his own people that he knew he had COVID when he infected Chris Christie and all these other people in the field, they want to claim that Obama's party was somehow going to do the same, which 
Obama had everybody tested and all of that. Trump didn't believe in all none of that. But that's again, that is where we get the false equivalencies that the right likes to play. We don't play the false equivalencies at, at here at all. Norman says people who follow a leader who would bring a coup against a country are not patriots, but likely willing collaborators. No, actually, you're you're being kind. They're traitors. They're traitors. They're insurrectionists. They're traitors. Anybody following Donald Trump right now are traitors to America. Period. Don't sugarcoat it, Norman. You you know you know I like to talk to all sides, but when it comes to absolutes, we have to be absolute, in my humble opinion. But we're talking about these news programs now, these newspapers. Like I said, I used to write for all these papers. I used to put my op-eds in all these papers, and we got good reviews. Of course, I got my list of hate mail. I have a big chunk of hate mail. If you go ahead to my website, egbertowillies.com, and click hate mail, you could see all the hate, some of the hate mails that I've photocopied, that I've taken a picture of and put on the screen. All right, so, um, but it has placed our democracy at peril. And Michael Rudnan just gave us an example. Michael Rudnan just said, Egberto, the right has a new thing out now. They're talking about Obama's 60th birthday. Right. And papers are picking that up. Newspapers are picking that story up. Oh, Obama had a birthday party. A lot of people got COVID at Obama's birthday party. It's nothing, it, 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 is, it has nothing to do with Donald Trump taking a test, showing that he had COVID, and continuing to the debate, continuing with the Rose Garden, Rose, uh, Rose, Garden, uh, Rose Garden press conference and party and whatever they had there. Two different things. Don't allow them to snow. But the problem with having a corporate media now is they need us to do that. Because you know what? Donald Trump is serving the corporatocracy even though the corporatocracy doesn't want him to be president again. But he has a purpose. Let me tell you what his purpose is, folks. Right now, America is a progressive country that is scared to death to use the word progressive or liberal because the right wing has so destroyed the meaning of that word that people are scared that saying they are progressive means somehow they are ill or something is wrong with them or whatever. So nobody says, no. Uh, the, the, the weak progressives that are not strong-headed don't go out and say I'm progressive. They just say they like the things that progressive have to offer. Family care, child care, $15 minimum wage. All these good things they want. But they're not progressives. They're not progressives. Donald Trump is the, is the, is the ward of the plutocracy. He keeps enough people foolish. He keeps enough people trastornados. He keeps enough people that don't understand Systems in such a manner that progressives cannot get their policies through. You know, you look at somebody like Joe Manchin, right? Uh, you look at uh, Egberto, I'm no better than anyone. I'm no worse than anyone. We're all in this together. You must have read my It's Worth It How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors because I'm with you right there. Uh, I'm with you. I'm no better, no worse. You're absolutely right. Um, Norman says, given the lack of independence in the media due to the commercial model, 
we now admit the mainstream media is corporately run and they would and why would we expect any consistent independent liberal content or message exactly and by the way folks and that's why you should support mediums like what we have here politics and right because that is exactly right if we understand that all mainstream media is driven by the corporation and that there's just so much they can do without the, their ads being pulled, it is eminently evident then that they cannot all tell you the truth on all issues. And that's why you have us, Politics on Right, TYT, uh, the Majority Report. There are a lot of left, left-word leaning journalism now that's out there that owes nothing to no corporation. We only owe it to the people. And why do we only owe it to the people? Because it's the people that's supporting us. Look, I did a count. Uh, we have, I think, as far as supporters, we have probably, we need about, total about, over the long run, to, to keep this stuff going indefinitely, we need about 2,500 supporters. Supporters paying an average an average token. I think we currently have about between five and seven hundred, depending, you know, it fluctuates depending on how it's counted, depending on how many people just give one time contributions, etc. But that's what we have between five, seven hundred, depending on, on, on any given month. We need 2,500 supporters. That will make things very sustainable. But we do it on the cheap. I, I can tell you the same thing about Majority Report. I can tell you, I've, see, I've actually seen the books of some of our smaller compatriots. It is hard as hell in as much as we are inexpensive as hell. Because again, uh, you know, I, I had, I'll, I'll tell you an interesting joke. There is a particular host on MSNBC who I did a piece, I, 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 I enhanced the piece that he did. And he wrote me a direct tweet. And all he did was thank me and wink, wink, you know, there's just so far I can go. And when I got that tweet, again, uh, for me it was the, you know, because there are some people who would say, why, you know, you, you complain about the mainstream media, but you use a lot of stuff from MSNBC. You lose a lot of stuff from CNN. You use, a, you use some stuff from Fox News. Those, that's, isn't that the mainstream media? Yeah, it is. But the idea is to give additional context because they're reporting what's happening, but they're not adding the other context. He said, she said. Well, he's wrong and she isn't. They're not doing that sort of a thing, right? So when I did that article, I got, you know, it's amazing because... I, I, I tagged them, and I, I, when I tagged them, I, I went ahead and, you know, j just tagged them with the article, and he said, you know, Fox News took me up on this article, and I, I couldn't even go as far as I did. And you know why. So it's important for us to really start supporting these private, uh, not, not, these independent type media sources because if you want to know why we are in the condition that we're in finish reading that article that I just placed on the screen please finish reading that article 
Because we are here, because there are not enough people out there getting the information that they do. And, and all of us can play a part. You can. When you share politics done right, not only our shows, because our shows is a bit more intimate in that I'm talking to you guys directly. Our podcast is kind of interesting, right? Most podcasts are out there just talking to the, talking to the mic. I am actually, my podcasts for Politics Done Right are actually an interaction with the people who are watching the program live. There are not a lot of podcasts that are doing that. Most of it is some guy who talks and he just does his thing. Now, I have another podcast, Egberto, on, off, Egberto off the Record. Egberto Off the Record is just a list of my videos and all of that. That's a podcast. So you should check that out as well. Just go to my website, egbertowillis.com or politicsandright.com. And there, I have the, the, the podcast to this show and I have the podcast to Egberto Willis. Check it out and actually join it if you will too. Um, but it is important, again, for us to support. And not only politics done right. I'm not only talking politics done right. I'll tell you the rags that I think we should all throw a few dollars to, and if possible, on a monthly basis. Of course, I'm going to start with politics and right. If you can give that small monthly stipend that we have out there on, on the different avenues, whether it's YouTube, whether it's going by politicsandright.com slash YouTube or going to any of the others that I'm going to announce in a minute, uh, you are helping the system because we are seeding the Internet with progressive information. But also is dailycoast.com, D-A-I-L. Lykos.com. I used to be an editor with DailyCoast.com. Another good one is um, OpEdNews.com. OpEdNews.com. CommonDreams.com. I mean .org. I think it's CommonDreams.org, uh, and I think it's OpEdNews.org. I don't don't quite. Just look up OpEdNews, and I I could name a few. Tyt. They have a bit more funding than we do, but. They are worth supporting as well. TYT, Majority Report, all these organizations. And again, I am not friendly with all of them because just like they're in, they're sort of a, some, some sort of infighting sometimes you find uh, with these politics. Sometimes you find it on the left side. That from, I, I don't partake of it, but it's really, uh, it, it, it's really out. One word delay between the sound and the picture. Yeah, I am not sure why that has occurred, but you know, we, we constantly try to figure out what these delays, these out of sync things are, Peggy. You know, um, uh, we try, we try, we try. Anyhow, um, so I'm going to do my, my ask right now, and then I'll play the video that I wanted, the, the next video that I want to play for you, folks. If you are a supporter or, or listener of Politics Done Right, and you like what we do and you believe in what we do, which is to seed the internet with progressive information. Seed the, the internet with, kick, with, with, with uh, countering the misinformation and all these other things. If you believe that we need to do that to keep our people informed, I ask you, if you're on YouTube right now, not only to give me a thumbs up, but to go ahead and click that join button and become a part of our PDR posse. If you do that right now, if you do it now, I'll get a thing on the screen and I'll put, I'll, I'll flash your name on the screen best I can. Uh, so here we go. YouTube, go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube to subscribe via YouTube. You can also uh, just click that join button if you're on YouTube. Alternatively, you can support us on Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. 
That's politicsandright.com slash patron. Politicsandright.com slash patron. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Likewise, you can support us on PayPal. PayPal, you can do one-time donation or you can do a uh, you can do monthly however you want. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Politicsandright.com slash PayPal. You can help us out as well by buying our books. We have three political books that also could be considered a series. Uh, it's worth, well, the first one that I wrote was As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom. The second book was It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. And the third book was, or is, uh, what's my third book? My third book is How to Make America Utopia, How to Take Away the Rigged Economy from Those Who Rigged It. And if you read them in that order, that it, it culminates with uh, How to Make America Utopia. They all stand alone or together, whichever one. So please consider going to politicsandright.com slash books to get our book. Uh, you can also shop at our store, get those masks, those hoodies with our symbols on it. Please consider giving gifts. Uh, you can give your... Hey, guy, I know this great guy that has a political show. Here's a t-shirt for his show. Help us promote the message. Go ahead and get the stuff from our store. And if you want to find all the ways in one place that you can find a way to support us however you can, please go to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. Okay. I want to play this video. Right now, the big issue is on abortion. It's on a woman's right to choose, a woman's right to control her own body. And here's the deal. We can talk and talk. Here's my green halo. What am I saying? We can talk and talk and talk and talk. But Lawrence O'Donnell said something that I didn't quite know yesterday. And that is, you know, uh, we got a, a conservative Supreme Court now. A very conservative Supreme Court. And the people who are going to be screwed the most by this conservative court are people in red states. The people who claim they wanted that, that Supreme Court are the ones that are going to pay the price, the results of having that conservative Supreme Court. Check this out. The Republican side of the argument in the Supreme Court did not use the word liberty. The opponents of abortion on the Supreme Court today argued that because the word abortion is not mentioned in the Constitution. The Supreme Court should have no role in establishing abortion laws. That should be left entirely to the states. To be clear, you're not arguing that the court somehow has the authority to itself uh, prohibit abortion or that this court has the authority to order the states to prohibit abortion, as I understand it, correct? Correct, Your Honor. As I understand it, you're arguing that the Constitution is silent and therefore neutral on the question of abortion. In other words, that the Constitution is neither pro-life nor pro-choice on the question of abortion, but leaves the issue for the people of the states or perhaps Congress to resolve in the democratic process. Is that accurate? Right. That provoked Senator Elizabeth Warren today to say that Congress should pass a law establishing the principles of Roe versus Wade as the law of the land in statute. Senator Warren, a former Harvard Law professor, will join us in our discussion of this case tonight. 
If any combination of the three Supreme Court justices appointed by the two Presidents Bush and the three Supreme Court justices appointed by Donald Trump decide to overturn Roe versus Wade and make each state the final authority on abortion law, nothing will actually change for most women in America because the populations of the states that will not restrict abortion in any way are significantly larger than the populations of the states that might restrict or ban access to abortion. At this point in our history, Roe versus Wade is simply protecting the women in very Republican states, protecting their liberty. And in truth, Roe versus Wade is really only protecting the women in those states who cannot afford to travel to New York or California or Illinois or one of the many other states that will always safely and responsibly provide abortion services. No one rich in Mississippi will be affected by any change in this law. No Republican woman, rich woman in Mississippi, not one Republican rich daughter in Mississippi would ever be affected by the change in the law that the state of Mississippi is asking the court to approve. It would just be economically disadvantaged women in Mississippi who would then find themselves struggling to somehow, somehow come up with the money to be able to travel to another state in the pursuit of liberty. Justice Sonia Sotomayor made the point about how many Supreme Court justices, including Republican-appointed Supreme Court justices, have supported Roe versus Wade over decades and what it will mean if the current Republican Supreme Court justices decide to overturn it. The right of a woman to choose, the right of, to control her own body, has been clearly set for uh, since Casey and never challenged. You want us to reject that line of viability and adopt something different. Fifteen justices over um, 50 years have, or I should say 30 since Casey, have reaffirmed that basic viability line. Four have said no, two of them members of this court, but 15 justices have said yes, of varying political backgrounds. Now, um, the sponsors of this bill, the House bill in Mississippi, said we're doing it because we have new justices. The newest ban that Mississippi has put in place, the six-week ban, the Senate sponsor said we're doing it because we have new justices on the Supreme Court. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts? We, you know, it is amazing. Uh, I mean, she hits the nail on the head. The stench is, but uh, the, the stench has been there. The stench has been there for since... Citizens United, since McCutcheon, 
since all those rulings, the stench has been there. It's been a corporate-owned Supreme Court. And when you talk about a conservative Supreme Court, uh, solving issues like gender issues and childbirth issues and abortion issues for the Supreme Court, it's just, eh, you know, we'll just talk about it, give them a bone. The real purpose of this, this stacking the Supreme Court, I'm going to explain in a little bit. Remind me if I don't come back to it, but I want to handle some issues that I hear in the room. Let's be clear here. Uh, the debate isn't about killing a baby. The debate isn't about any of that because the debate is whether we can tell a woman. Let, let's be clear here. From, a, from a, just a scientific point of view, a child in the womb of a woman, and this, not, I, I, it, look, I have no, no position that I should viably take with respect to what a woman thinks, what she does to her body, etc. But think about this. You are forcing a woman to... A, a, a fetus is a parasite, right? It, it 100% depends on taking the energy of the mother. 100% taking the energy of the mother. Now, uh, should a woman decide that she doesn't want to do that? That has got to be her choice. Now, folks like to talk about you're, you kill a fetus, you're killing a baby. The truth of the matter is women naturally abort fetuses uh, and blastocysts and all these things throughout their pregnancy. Period. Period. <coughs> none of us have the education, none of us has the knowledge to come out here and say that a fetus is a living human being. Okay? That's number one. Now, if you want to believe that, if you want to believe that a fetus is a human being, by all means, it's a free country. Believe that. Force your wife, whether she wants to or not, if she accidentally gets pregnant, to carry that baby. Force the people under your control, which should be no, none, but you know, we know the, where the patriarchy lives. Have you, you, you worry about them in your religious entity or wherever you are. But do not impose that economic burden on a woman. And you know what is so ironic more than anything else? All these people that are trying to protect a fetus, when it is time to invest money in the living, when it is time to invest money in those who are already born and need to have access to success, they're never there. They are absolutely never there. They don't want government to do anything positive, but they want government to tell a woman, I will tell you what you can do with your body. You know what I bet? If they said to men, in other words, we cut your a piece of your thing off if you impregnate a woman, I bet if you said that, the laws would change. I bet if men could carry babies and it affected their careers, I bet they'll find some other way to talk about it. But you see, in a patriarchal society, where everything is governed by the penis, 
until we extricate that false patriarchy out of it, we'll continue to get those things. You know, from I tell you, there's one thing. I grew up a chauvinist. I grew up a sexist. I grew up all those things. But you know what was interesting? Having a daughter. Because I remember telling her when she was young, go to that pastor and ask that pastor, why can't women be pastors too? In her church, the women did most of the work, yet all the men were deacons and and sporting there, waiting for the women to do things, right? Look, you know, that's a pastor. That. Luckily, they both, both my wife and my daughter remained in that church. And that is one of the, I'm not a church going guy, but it's a church I love. And I love the people in that church. And the reason I love the people in that church, my wife is a deacon in that church. Women are deacons in that church. Women are preachers in that church. Women are doing everything men do in that church. Equity. Equity. But you know what? When it comes to when it comes to anything else, we know what it's all about. We actually know what it's all about. Anyway, let me see if I have anything else here to answer you guys before I tell you. There's something else I told you guys to remind me about. Let's see who's going to remember to remind me about all these things. Daniela Doe, abortion rights are supported by the right to privacy, which is implied in the Bill of Rights of the Constitution, as interpreted by the courts for over 225 years. Replying to Daniela Doe, Danette Bird-Smith, absurd question, your worth as a human is not tied to care after birth. That is, you bet it is. Daniel Ledo, hey, you almost got it except the part about the fetuses being children. But yeah, you almost got it. Fetuses are not children. Okay, we got here, no debate. Is if a baby is in the womb, is a human or not? If it is a human, it has rights. Oh boy. Oh boy. Now Daniel says, BS argument from authority. We all have the ability to determine if a fetus is a human. No, I'm, I'm not saying you have the... I'm saying you will determine that. Nobody's going to stop you from trying to determine that. We know how you guys think a lot of times, right? Come on now. You know how guys like to think, as long as it doesn't affect them, right? Gene Daigle says, how about the man who created that fetus immediately start paying child support? Thank you. Or making sure that if the, if the woman doesn't want the baby, that the government forever pays her if a, 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 a you know... Come on, we, we could take this all over the place, right? They are pro-birth, not pro-life. No, they're pro-fetus, uh, Gene. They're pro-fetus. Norman says, Only rich women in GOP-run states will continue to control their future economic burden and labor of forbearing that bunch of calls, cells. These are not fetuses or a child that can live outside the womb. These are protected freedoms in the Constitution. Agreed. Haikoop says they are immune to logic. Gene Daigle, but commendable effort. A lot, you know, I, I spoke to somebody in Daily Coast today, and this is what I told them, okay? I told them that, uh, that we need to engage all sides. And they said, like, Berta, those people don't think. And I said, no, that's not true. I said, it's not that those people don't think. Some of those people are looking for a place to land. They need a place to land, and that's what we ought to be. That woman that I spoke to about Medicare for All, that she actually said she wanted Medicare for All. She just didn't call it Medicare for All. I asked her a bunch of questions and she started giving me the answers that, it were, were, that, that were equivalent to Medicare for All. 
And when I finally illustrated to her that what she called out was Medicare for all, she was in shock because that's what she wanted. That's what she wanted. So what I told my friend, actually, I don't know the person on Daily Coast, I said, look, first of all, go get my book, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors. But number two, people need a place to land. And when I, you know, uh, Eric Hayes and, and Daniel Ladeau comes in here every day and gives us hell. And I enjoy it because they may never admit it, but when we give counter arguments to them, whether it lands immediately, at some time it lands. They will never admit to it, but they know it so. And the more upset they get, it generally means that it's starting to land. Remember that. Uh, Daniel says, so Egberto just agreed with the idea that one's worth is tied to the ability to survive after birth. This opens the door to abortion after birth. <laughs> Oh, Lado, Lado, Lado. Michael Rodney says, Carl Cox, how horrible can Republicans get? They, there's no law. When your rapist demands custody, more states are banning abortion without exception for rape. But what happens to women who must carry their pregnancies to term? Thank you. Good point. Good point. We are coming. Abortion after birth, poor houses and incarceration. Equal poor houses and incarceration. So I, every time somebody comes with something that is not very smart, my posse, our posse, immediately gets it. Folks, please support the program. We're getting close to the end of the show. Please support us at politicsandright.com slash YouTube. If you're on YouTube, just click the join button. Become a part of the posse. Click that join button. If you are on, uh, if you're not on YouTube, just go to politicsandright.com slash YouTube. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. Go to politicsandright.com slash Patreon. You can support us on PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. We couldn't do this without you at all. Thank you so kindly for being here. We're going to be getting out of here shortly. Michael run and say, yeah, this topic makes me shudder. I can't take any more right now. See you tomorrow. Brother Rudnan. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you bring to the show. Thank you all in the program. All of you. All of you. Thank you for what you bring to the show. You make the show. Including you, our brother um, <clears throat> Lado, Eric Hayes, Mike Cisak, uh, Lee, Lee Grant. All of you make the show. All of you make the show. I have known Egberto for maybe over 10 years. His ideas have never swayed my views. The hibernation time on those ideas are long. <laughs> you know what? You, you, sometimes you do have a way with words, Brother Daniel Lado. You know? Sometimes you do have a way with words. Anyway, folks, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you know how I end this. Baby, I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.